Yes, this seems to be very confusing. What's on your mind? So this week, Parashat Ekev, Moshe continues with his speeches to Am Yisrael, and towards the end of Sheni, beginning of Shlishi, we find another speech of Moshe, where Moshe talks to Am Yisrael and says to Am Yisrael that they are about to enter a land with some big nations over there, strong nations that they will have to conquer. And then Moshe turns to Am Yisrael and says, don't worry about it, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take care of those nations. But you should know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not taking care of these nations because you guys deserve it. You don't deserve it at all. And even more so, not only that you don't deserve it, is going to take care of those nations because they do deserve their punishment because they did not behave nicely. And besides that, there's another reason you're going into the land of Eretz Yisrael because of the promise that Baruch Hu gave Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. And then when you continue reading the Psukim, Moshe again repeats this point where Amisad does not deserve to enter the land and rather the nations that were there deserve the punishment of being thrown out of that land. So the question over here is twofold. First of all, if we're going in because they have to be thrown out of the land and we don't deserve it, so we don't deserve it, they they don't deserve it. So what's going on over here? Who does deserve it? Why are we going in? And if we're going in because the promise of Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov got, so then why even mention who deserves it, who doesn't deserve it, who gets thrown out, who doesn't get thrown out? What does it have to do with it? If we are promised to go into the land because Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov got the promise, and so we'll get into the land. What does it have to do with us deserving, not deserving, they deserving, not deserving? So what is going on over here? This very, very important and most basic topic of the right we have for the land of Eretz Yisrael. That's a great question, and I think I I just always saw that is a way of Moshe telling us, you know, don't have gaiva going into Eretz Israel. And we see this also later many times. Moshe wants to tell us, you know, stay modest, go in, understand the present you've got from Hakarash Baruch. But the repetitiveness of this issue of the goyim not being fine, and this repeats, by the way, twice. It starts with saying, you think that you're a tzaddik and they're not, but really they're not. But also the avot got a promise. Why are we repeating again and again about them being? How does that have to do with it? But I think that maybe the answer to this lies in one of the psukim here that says, you should remember how much trouble you did for HaKadosh Baruch Hu from the day you left Mitzrayim until this place, until you arrived at this place. And Moshe goes on to tell them how much trouble they did and how he was always there, you know, the daven for them. And maybe Moshe is hinting, I'm not going to be there anymore. This was true until now. You gave trouble and I was there to daven for you and things sort of worked out. But now you're you're going on a new mission. And maybe that's what these words are. Until this place, you've given trouble, but now it's up to you. Now you have to take that responsibility. Before you step into the land, you should know why you're stepping into the land. You're not stepping into the land because you were so great. You're stepping into the land because you have a mission, because what's there isn't too great. And you have to go and change that. The reason Moshe keeps on repeating about the nations there not being great or being terrible is because this is why you're entering. This is part of your mission. Not because you're great and they're not, but because they're not great and you have a mission to change that. You have a mission to enter this special land and make it what it should be. Maybe that's why this connects to the promise to Avram Avinu. Because the promise to Avram Avinu is a promise about the future, is a promise about your generations that are going to be. It's not about the past. It's not about what was. It's about what's going to be. We know in Parashat Vayera when Hashem says, he wants to tell Avram what's going to happen in Sodom. He says, I have to tell Avram because why? Not because Avram's a tzaddik, not because he's great, which he was, but that's not why. It's because what he's going to do. It's because I know that Avram is going to teach his generations and command them to follow my ways because I know what Avram is bringing into the world in the future, not because of the past, because of what they're going to be. And I 
think this connects to a very basic point because we all know the concept of the chosen people, Am Yisrael being the chosen people. And sometimes people get confused, think that being chosen means that you're special, that you're more special than others. That's not what being chosen is about. And that's what Moshe is saying. You are a chosen people, but not because you were so great, not because you're a tzaddik and they're terrible. No, you're chosen because you have a mission. You're chosen for that mission. You're chosen because things need to be changed and you were chosen to make that change. So don't come, as we said, with the gaiva of thinking that you're so great and you deserve it more than them. Come with the humility that comes with someone who takes upon himself a mission. That's what should guide you. Whatever was until this day was not really easy. And I was there to stand up for you. But now you're going into the next step and it's up to you to take upon yourself this mission that you were chosen for. Exactly, exactly. Like I was saying, this is such a big topic, such an important topic. So just in a few words, because we can really discuss this for many, many hours. But this whole point of understanding what does it mean to be the chosen people? What does it mean to have the responsibility to make the world a better place, to make the world we live in a better place? It's not about being more special. It's not about being better. It's about understanding that we have a lot to do, each individual. Every person has a lot to do in this world, but also we specifically, we have the job we have to fulfill in the land of Eretz Yisrael, like we mentioned many times, the very famous Mashal Kerem, the fable of the vineyard, where Rabbi Uda Levin Kuzari talks about Amisel being like a vineyard that needs its own special ground, its own special climate, its own special place in order to produce the good grapes that it needs to produce for making the good wine. The same thing Amisel needs to be in its land, in its climate, where it belongs in order to produce what it has to produce. That is part of our job. That is part of fulfilling our shlichut, our job, our purpose in this world, bringing into this world. And you know, it also connects to last week's parasha and to Moshe Rabbeinu himself, the way he sees the world, the way he views things. Because last week's parasha was called Vedchanan and my son said a beautiful Vartar and Shabbos. Why was it called Vedchanan and not Vayet Palel? Why does Moshe say that he begged Vedchanan, Mishon begging and not from the word of davening of Vayet Palel? And Rashi on the spot says that Moshe Rabbeinu turned to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and used the verb Vedchanan because Mishon Matnat Chinam. Asking for a free present in return for nothing because Moshe Rabbeinu did not turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say, oh, look at all the great things I did. Look at all my schuyot. And in return, please let me go into the land. No, Moshe Rabbeinu did not look at what he did from his anava, from his great humility. He did not think he deserves anything. And that's why he turned to HaKadosh Baruch Hu out of that humility and asked for this free gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The same thing Moshe is telling Amisal now. Don't think you deserve to go into the land because you have a great purpose to fulfill. And only by fulfilling this purpose, you will deserve to be in the land and stay in that land because the nations that were there before you did not fulfill their purpose, did not do the right things they were supposed to do and they were kicked out of the land. So yes, you belong in that land, but you have a purpose to fulfill. You have a responsibility to act on. And you know, we are now in the Sheva, the Nechemta, and the weeks after Tisha B'Av. It's also hard not to mention the famous smart that people usually quote as that someone that did not have the Mikdash built in their days, it's as if it was destroyed in their days. That's not really the Gemara. What the Gemara says is that someone that did not have the Mikdash built in the days, it's like as if they destroyed the Mikdash in their days. And this is basically what we're saying over here. Being in Eretz Yisrael, being in the land of Eretz Yisrael, we have a purpose to fulfill. We have a job to do. That if we don't do that, we are actually destroying our purpose. We are destroying our right, our merit for this land, for the land of Eretz Yisrael. In order to be here, we have to fulfill our purpose. In order to fulfill our purpose, we have to be here. They two come together. If we don't fulfill our purpose, then we have no right for the land. And being in the land that was promised to Abraham Avinu to give to his sons and doing the wrong thing is not fulfilling the promise that Abraham also had in that covenant, in that Brit with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the two sides of the Brit. And you know, it's also hard not to mention something that gets thrown out very easily these
these days. And so many people, for some reason, believe in it that the reason for having the state of Israel, the reason, the right for having the state of Israel is as a response to the Holocaust. Is since the Jewish people did not have where to go to, then they deserve to have their state for their own. They deserve to have a piece of this land over here. But we cannot accept that. We should not live with that lie because it is a lie. It's a false statement. The reason we are in this land is because the promise that the Sproku gave Abraham, because of the responsibility we have to fulfill. The state of Israel was established despite the Holocaust, not because of the Holocaust. And I can't emphasize this enough again, that the state of Israel was established despite everything we've been through, despite the Holocaust, despite the wars, despite losing a third of our nation, despite everything else, the state of Israel was established. We came back to our land. We are flourishing in our land, thank God, and doing so well over here. And Bezat will continue to build more and more and more. We are here because we have a purpose to fulfill. We have a responsibility to fulfill. It's a huge responsibility. It's a huge purpose to fulfill that covenant between Abraham and Akadosh Baruch and bring more and more light into this world. You know, this is really interesting because this also connects back to one of the first times we see Avram Avinu himself. The famous saying when Hashem tells Avram, Lech lecha There's a famous question the Maharal asks and many others is, why do we not have any explanation about who Avram is, why he's being chosen, just like we had with Noah. We, with Noah, we heard Noah was a great man. And then we know the story that Noah was chosen for the ark. With Avram Avinu, that's missing. We have stories from Chazal of who he was, what he did, but the Torah doesn't say anything. Out of the blue, we know there's this person named Avram, and suddenly Hashem speaks to him and says, go to the land. And the Maharal explains that there's a difference between being chosen because of something. Noah did something. He was a righteous person. He was being chosen because of that. To being chosen not because of what you did, but being chosen for something, being chosen for a purpose. And he says one of the big differences is, is that it can't change. It's not about what you did. It's not because you did a good thing, then you were chosen. And then if you change your mind and you stop doing the good thing, then you're not chosen anymore. The choice of Am Yisrael is not, you were great, so I chose you. It's, I chose you because I chose you and that's my business. But once I've chosen you, you now have a responsibility to take upon yourself. So it doesn't matter who Avram was before. It matters that Avram follows the commandment, Lech Lecha Go do your mission, continue from here. And that's what Moshe is telling us. There was a promise to Avram. You have to take that promise and fulfill that promise. Not because you're great, not because you deserve it, because the world deserves it. Because this is what Hashem is asking from you and you now have to take that upon yourself. Beautiful, exactly. Like I said, we can continue talking about this for a few more hours, but we're out of time. We'll end here. I'll just remind the viewers what we discussed the past couple of years. First of all, we discussed another very basic term and basic concept in Judaism of Ma Hashem The famous pasuk in this week's special. What does God already want from you? Moshe Rabbeinu says it in such an easy way, in such a simple way. What does God already want from you? And then he goes on and lists so many things. And even the Gemara said, what? What is going on? Moshe treats this like such a simple request. It's one of the greater requests to ask from a person. We discussed that. And the different year we discussed also the idea of the man that Amisal got in the desert where this week's Pasha Moshe calls it as torture and even starvation. What does that have to do with the man itself? How does that go together? We'll link those two videos right away. And as usual, if you enjoyed this video, please feel free to like it, comment below on YouTube, share it with your friends. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, you know what to do. Make sure you subscribe and Shkoyach Yitzi. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. We'll talk again next week.